Learn how to build your faith in God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the Senior Pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. That was so touching. Please share tissue in the audience so people are crying. I share for all of us that are crying. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do we appreciate that married couple? That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Hallelujah. You have confused my whole message now because you have put us in the romantic mood. Praise God. But love is such a beautiful thing. We thank God for giving us the gift of love. Giving us the gift of marriage. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you excited this morning? Come on, let's give the Lord a big hand. Give him a big praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Please take your seats. Glory to God. That was such good ministry. Somebody's wondering, why are we singing love songs in church? Where should we sing? These are marriage months. Anyway, so we're teaching on marriage all through this month. So get used to this kind of things happening. Praise God. Uh, and um, I'm even happy it was a husband and wife that sang this song. In fact, you guys should have even given us each other a soft kiss. Yes, now that hug, if I translate to kiss. Look, it, it's important because Satan too is pushing his own agenda. Uh, so it's important now for us to be showing people that it's meant to be man and woman together. Because what Satan is pushing everywhere is man and man, woman and woman. There's now confusion, something that wasn't an issue before. It's now a big debate today. Are you here, somebody? And in fact, that's why we are doing this series titled Pink and Blue. Because there is a warfare going on now to confuse people about what the real idea of marriage is. Big warfare. And I started in the first service. I'm going to continue from where I stopped. If you want the full gist, it might do you well to get the message of the first service. It will be on YouTube and all that if you don't want to get it into your phone. But it can also help you download into your phone if you want Praise God. So we began to establish the fact that God intentionally made mankind male and female. All right? Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, it said, um, so God created man, and that word man there is mankind, okay? This, this first man here is not male. The first man here is mankind. It says, so God created mankind in what? In his image and um, in the image of God created he them, male and female created he them. So they were able to establish that mankind together is the image of God. Male and female is them separated. Praise the Lord. Okay. I, I don't want to recap everything I said in the first half because I don't have time. I'm going to move right into um, first, um, Ephesians chapter 5. So there's nowhere in scripture where God talks to men and women the same. God clearly wants us to operate differently. The reason marriages are struggling, and I'm not surprised at all, the reason marriages are struggling is because we are not aware that men and women are different. You need to be aware. It is to hit you that I am married to a different creature, totally different from me, and you know, this means if we are two different creatures, it means my desires are not the same as hers. My, my, my goalpost is not the same as hers. It will look like the same, but it's not the same. Let me tell you why I say so. For instance, what a man calls happiness is not what a woman calls happiness. The goalpost is different. 
Why a man wants money is not the same reason why a woman wants money. Even though it seems money is the goal. But you see, the reason they want it is different. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So you need to get this. This is why pink and blue is important. Because the big issue why marriages are crashing is because two people are entering into not realizing that they both want different things. And what happens most times, if we want different things, it means the day I get what I want, you will not get what you want, you'll be sad. The day you get what you want, me, I won't get what I want, I'll be sad. So for us both to be happy, we need to understand each other. That's the only way we can actually be what? Happy together. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? This is big, oh. This is big. Hmm. Too many things, too many things to cover. Ephesians, let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. So there's nowhere in scripture where God talks to men and women the same. Nowhere, nowhere. Everywhere in scripture, when he's talking to them as regarding marriage, okay? Anywhere he talks to them, he addresses men differently from women. Never gives them the same instruction. Never gives them the same instruction. Everywhere he talks to men differently than he talks to women. You see it. And everything I'm going to be teaching you in this month will either be backed by scripture, backed by science or backed by statistics. So I'm not cooking it up. We're not just cooking these things up. Because once in a while, when we give this, people say, uh, okay, say men are logical, women are emotional, but I know, I know one woman that is not emotional. Yes, there will always be little, little exceptions. But exceptions don't cancel the rule. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So don't, don't get confused because I know one woman, Shada, is not like that. Yes, there are one or two people who say, but that's not data, that's not statistics. At the level we are teaching, we're talking about a broad number of women. If you have checked 100 women and 90% of them are one way, the remaining 10 or 5 that are not that way, they don't cancel the 95. 95 shows that this is the bulk of how women think. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So don't get confused by the exceptions. The exceptions are always there. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Get, they allow exceptions confuse them. I know what my uncle, my uncle, he doesn't like respect. That's just one of your uncle, but as a counselor that have met hundreds and thousands of men, I can, I can do a better data. I can gather better data. That's why I went other professionals too are speaking, not just my uncle is there. Because for people, that confuses them. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So give room for the exceptions, I know. But we're talking about the bulk of how men and women are. This is what we're sharing. So God will hardly speak to them the same way. Every time he talks to them as regarding marriage, he's always emphasizing different things because they are different. So Ephesians 5 now, from verse 22, said, Wives, do what? Submit yourselves unto your own husband as unto what? DJ, keep moving. It says, DJ, I need you to be faster than that. For the husband is what? Head of the wife, even as Christ is what? The head of the church. And what? So this is what feminists have used to confuse people. This, this gets them very angry. That wives submit. Why should we submit? We read in the first service that the Bible said, ascribe greatness to our God that he is the rock. He said his ways are perfect and all his ways are just. They say his work is perfect, all his ways are just. God will never take sides with anyone. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? If you don't hear the full story, if a feminist help you to, or, or, and sometimes this feminist I'm talking about, I'm not talking about dictionary definition of feminism. Dictionary definition of feminism, we are all feminists and we all should be feminists. 
In fact, I have to make that t-shirt. That I'm a Bible feminist. Dictionary-wise, we're all feminists. But I'm talking about people that have taken it to an extreme. That's what I'm referring to when I use feminist in the message, okay? So, but these are the things these angry women want to push, or even some men, that, ah, why should women submit? Is it mean that women doesn't have sense? That's not what they're saying. At all. They summarize the whole scripture. I don't have time to read everything. They summarize the whole scripture in verse 33. Give me NIV. In verse 33, they summarize what they're saying in that whole scripture. They said, however, which is summary, each one of you, the men, you also must do what? Love his wife as he what? Loves himself. And they said, the wife, you must do what? So this is the number one need of men and women. Number one need of a woman is love. Number one need of a man is respect. I'll repeat that. Number one need of a woman is what? Love. Number one need of a man is what? Respect. Again, somebody say, it's a cultural thing. This place I read now, is this from your village culture? You can see this is what? Bible. It's not a cultural issue. Because that's what feminists say. It's a cultural thing. Men, men, men abroad don't like respect. <laughs> I'm a coach. I'm certified everywhere in this world. You want to think about America, Canada. I have certification from everywhere. It's the same problem everywhere. Men abroad too. White men. They, they all like respect. And like I said, there's a lot of abuse. We need to de abuse our minds. So when, they, when some women hear respect, they think it means, uh, good morning. That's that what they think. They think it's kneeling down. That's not necessary. It's not inferiority. So, let me paint it this way. Actually, men and women need respect. It's just that what a woman translates as respect is different from what a man translates as respect. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So, that, that what confuses them. They say, so, if the number one need of a woman is love and number one need of my respect, are you saying women don't need respect and men don't need love? That's the argument. Everybody needs everything. Even my dog needs respect and love. But you see, what my dog would translate as love is not what my wife would translate as love. Ah, yeah, yeah. Don't you get what I'm saying? Sometimes the way, what a man would classify as love is you leaving him alone. And on the other hand, what a woman would translate as love is you being with her. Do you see the problem now? So this is what confuses the people that don't know what they are saying. Everybody needs everything. As a matter of fact, every human being has both male and female inside them. Every human being. The difference is just that for the male men, we have more of the male hormones. You know, the hormones are testosterone. Like I told you, I'm telling you today, scriptural, scientific, statistical. The male have what they call more of testosterone, right? We know that, I mean, biology. Women have what? Estrogen. Now, men too have estrogen, women too have testosterone. It's just that women have, the women's testosterone is at a very small level. Men's um, estrogen is at a very small level. However, they now found that as a man gets older, his testosterone begins to drop. So two things happen to him as he gets older. When he gets older, his testosterone begins to drop, so he either becomes more emotional. He now wants more attention. He wants his wife to be around him. That man that even likes to cuddle, as he gets older, he won't mind cuddling. He begins to be like a woman because his testosterone has reduced. One of the things they found out helps his testosterone remain up is that he needs to keep either getting new work or continue working, continue feeling relevant. This is why many men, when they stop working, they start dying. Because once their testosterone starts dying, what happens is that they, get, they are more likely to get depressed. So, for many of them, 
if they can't find work or they can't manage being more emotional, what they do is that they leave their marriage and chase another woman. They must do something new, Sha. Baseline. And statistically, like I told you, statistically they found out when these men leave their marriage and chase a young girl. So you know it's common, Abby. You see one big man, he has made it, he just chased one small girl. It refreshes men. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm telling you statistically. I'm telling you what happens. See, most of the behavior we are seeing, there's a reason behind the behavior. That's why you see a bodybuilder, he's still chasing one small girl. He needs something new or else his testosterone levels will drop. Now, for you as a Christian, definitely that's not what you should do. You can look for new things to do for God. Okay? Don't sit down. That's why I say, man, men are activity prone. Don't reach a stage where you feel, I'm not going to... Men must always do. Men are doers. Men need to keep doing. That's how their juices flow. If they are not doing, if they are not hunting... Remember the first man that was made was a natural hunter. He, he will not eat if he does not hunt. He's a doer. You must make him do. And women, this is why God, in a marriage, gave a man a more proactive part of the marriage. If you challenge him with that part, he's going to leave the marriage because he won't see what he's doing there. God told him, love your wives and be a savior to her. So what makes marriage work is when a man begins to see his wife as a project. If he doesn't see her as a project, he will go and look for a project. Oh, somebody didn't get what I'm saying. If he doesn't see making his wife happy as a project, he will go and look for another project. Because if not, his testosterone will keep dropping and it's likely to lead him to depression. Men must do. Men must do. Men are doers. So women, don't fight the place God gave men in the marriage. It's the best way to keep them involved in the marriage. The moment you remove him, say we are equal. A man is not going to stay with you. You, you, you stress him. It's the doing. Men don't, men don't mind problems because men like problem solving. But when you become a problem he cannot solve. He's going to chase his peace at any cost. This is important, guys. So there's a man and woman in every being. It's just that women generally respond more to something. The way women see something. So love and respect. Women's number one need is to be loved. A man's number one need is to be respected. And by respected, I don't mean that women don't need respect. It doesn't mean that men don't need love. It's that what men translate as love is still respect. They got like about 100 couples together. They, they had problems. They had crisis. Then they listed some things that they should describe how they feel about the challenges in their marriage. And they put two words, um, two sentences. One, one is, I felt or I feel unloved. The other one is, I feel disrespected. 80 something percent of the men chose, I feel disrespected. And 90% of the women chose, I feel unloved. Same problem. You see, the way women see problem in marriage is, you don't love me. The way men see problem in marriage is, you don't respect me. Same problem. That's what we're explaining to you. Not that women don't need respect, but how, what women view as respect is love. Is somebody get what I'm saying? And what men view as love is respect. Is somebody catching this? So God was giving us expo because he created human beings. He said, look, if you want to open your husband's heart, give him respect. 
And he told the man, if you want to open your woman's heart, give her love. Women's number one need is to be taken care of. That's what I mean by love. Love is not, um, it's not just I'm feeling gin, gin, gin in my heart. No. <laughs> because the Bible is specific about all these things. You must interpret um, Bible with um, Bible. You can't use culture to interpret Bible. So th- this one leads to confusion. So when women see um, wives submit to your husband, let your husband be the head, they quickly translate it to culture. In culture, your head dominates. In culture, your head pushes everybody down. In culture, your head has the final say. But you see, in scripture, when you are the head, it means you should serve. So, your challenge with your problem with the scripture is that you are using your environment to interpret it. Mm-mm. Being the head, biblically, say he that must be the head among you, let him serve. Is there any woman here that won't like to be served? So, where is the argument coming from? Because somebody is interpreting it wrongly for you. That you having a head means you are inferior. No. Everybody has a head. Are you here, somebody? Everybody has a head. If you are in church, there's a head of this church. But you have not complained one day. There's a head in your office. There's a head everywhere. A head is just the chief responsibility officer. Somebody we can hold accountable. And God knows the only way to get men to participate is to hold them accountable. If you say men should be equal with me in a marriage, he will not have as much stake because he's a doer. He's a problem solver. If you don't give him the task to save this marriage, he's not going to need the marriage. I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. Men are not good at sitting down and just looking. So women, God is for your good. The principles are for your good. Number one need of a woman is to be loved. And like I said, that love is not just emotional. I feel Jim Jim in my heart. No. It means taking care of her. This is why more women have what they call daddy issues. Because that need for a woman starts from when she's a young girl. She has a close relationship with her father. She sees her father as her hero. It's hard to make a daughter hate her father. If somebody gets what I'm saying. It's very hard. Because she, she needs that taken care of. That is why a man in a marriage is called husband. Husband is from husbandry. Somebody that takes care of. That's the number one need of a woman. Grooms man. Somebody that grooms. A woman's number one needs to be taken care of. Women like to be taken care of. That's why no matter how rich or how old the woman is, she won't mind pampering. She won't mind to be taken care of. No matter how rich she is, she likes when somebody is caring for her. That's her love language. Are you here, somebody? Psychologists found out that calling a woman baby gets her emotions juices flowing. <clears throat> Some people are smiling already. <laughs> Just saying baby, you see, baby is linked to baby. And what, what do we do to our babies? Take care of them. It's a psychologist, it's not me that said. Women like to be taken care of. No matter how rich she is, that's why no matter how rich a woman is, if you still give her money, if you buy her something, she'll be happy. The one you buy for her is always sweeter than the one she buys for herself, even if she can afford it. Why is aristocritus Aristosha? <laughs> Not the real meaning, you know what I'm saying? Why is side psychology still reigning and we ever reign? Do you know why? Do you know, I told you, eh? 
Statistics. For statistics, eh? all you need to do for statistics is to open your window. The statistics are there. Open your window, you look outside. What you see, how you see humans behaving is a pointer to a need they are trying to meet. Everybody's going about meeting their need. There's nobody going about confused. Everybody's going about trying to meet a need in their life. When you open your window and you see old men following small girls, it's simple, very simple. What are those old men offering? What are they offering? You are calling it money. What did I call it in this service? Care! Those old men are treating those girls as their baby. My baby, what do you need? He said, uh, my phone is bad. Say, which one do you want? iPhone 11 or iPhone 12 or iPhone 13? Say, 13. He says, I'm transferring now. On the other hand, what's that baby offering? Respect. He doesn't stress the man. If the man said, I'm coming for today, that appointment is for. If he can't make it, I couldn't make it. She'll say, ah, I miss you. If it was your wife that you told you are coming for and you don't make four, what's she going to do? She's going to insult you. Don't say you missed the appointment. It's not fair, you said. You just can never keep to time. You never keep to time. This is what I... This is why on a normal day, without the grace of God and understanding, side chicks are not going to vanish anytime soon. They are meeting needs that many women are unwilling to meet. And for the women, for the side chicks too, those rich men are meeting needs for them that many young men cannot meet. Many young men are hustling too much to have time to baby you. So that's the problem. So it's not going anywhere. We can't fast it away. Because they are mutually meeting needs for each other. So these girls are living in a posh apartment. Who is paying? The man. Taking care of. And those girls, most of those girls, what do they do? They all post to be doing a job. But we know that it's not a job. And that's exactly the dream of every woman. To do a business she likes, not to take care of herself. The business is just for her to get something she likes to do. Women are not meant to work to pay their bills. Women just work to be happy. That's the truth. <laughs> I broke it down in the first service, so get the message. I, can't, I don't want to waste time on it. The ideal dream of a woman is to be doing a job she likes at the pace she likes, at the time she likes, so that she can have time to look beautiful. Are you here, somebody? Yeah. It's the reality. They are meeting needs. That's why they're striving. Anything that is not meeting any need will die a natural death. You don't have to fight it. It will die. But needs are being met. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm just describing to you that understand there are differences. So a woman's major needs to be taken care of. So it starts from her father. That's why if a woman has a bad relationship with her father, it affects her relationship with men for the rest of her life. We call it daddy issues in our industry, in therapy and counseling. It's called daddy issues. It's a big issue. Once a woman doesn't have that fatherly love, not mother. I told you in the first service, I don't want to recap first service. What a man and a woman brings to a marriage is different. Very different. This is why God wants a man and a woman in a family. One is never enough. Let's be careful of the culture promoting single parenthood. It's not the ideal. I know some people are in it not by choice, but it's not the ideal. Please, let's not celebrate it. Yes, I'm not judging the people, but I'm saying in reality, that's not God's mind. 
Because those kids grow up missing some part of something. Because there's a fatherly love. Mothers and daughters, they hardly get along. And even when they do, what they are supplying to each other is not the same thing as what a father will supply to a daughter. And what a son gets from mother is different. It, it, this is where balance comes. My son, I was eating turkey the other day. You know? And my son came and said, Daddy, give me your turkey. I said, bite small. Just here. Bite here and return it. It was his mom. And she has already eaten out of the turkey. And he said, Mommy, give me the turkey. My, my wife would give him the whole thing. That's not reality of how life works. <laughs> a father brings reality. He said, my brother, bite small. In some cases, if you say, go and eat your food. Leave this place. It gives you reality. If only a woman raises you, you will become a mommy's boy. You wouldn't know that life, people are not, people don't send you. <laughs> are you here, somebody? It takes a man and a woman for you to develop well. So, a woman's major need is that to be taken care of, father I love. A man also, on the other hand, gets more attached to his mother. This is why the only problem, the main problem, okay, when, you, when people get married, who do they have problem with? Father-in-law or mother-in-law? You see, there's a system. That I'm telling you, check statistics. This doesn't mean there are no troublesome father-in-laws. Once in a while, you see them. But more, you will see more trouble with what? Mother-in-laws. You know why? The, women are territorial emotionally. Men are territorial positionally. Women are threatened. By anything that threatens their emotional attention. So, his son marrying another woman means I and this woman are going to compete for my son's attention. That's the secret behind the problem. Anything she's telling you is story. The real issue she has with you is that so now is you who will be buying things for. It's you who will be calling every morning. Men are more territorial positionally. Men just want the position. Men don't want control. Men don't need control. That's why in most homes, it's a woman that determines everything. And yet, they're the ones still arguing that why are men the head? Women are the ones. Women determine the church you attend. Women determine what you will eat. Women determine where we will live. Women determine the school children we go to. Women control everything. Men are not interested in control at all. Men just want the position. If you take the only thing they have, more marriages will crash. Because that position is what's keeping him there. If you take that one from him, and this is what feminists don't know they are causing. Check the statistics. More marriages are failing than now than ever before. And the numbers will keep going up. Why? Because as long as we push things that are against scriptural pattern, the structure will not hold. The small thing that man has, just position. He's not even in control. He just has position. Women are dragging that one now. Let's be equal. If we could leave it for you. Because men don't need marriage. Men need sex. And as long as they have been, they are merchants now providing sex, <laughs> there will be less and less marriages. Yeah, merchants providing the sex now. All the things that used to be a soul preserve of a married man, single men now can groove it. Cooking, domestic support, sex, all available. So why does a man need to cope with the drama and the complexity of living with a woman? He has no need for it. 
So don't drag the small thing God gave him, which is position. Leave it. You are still in control. Women always have control. Are you here, somebody? Let me try and round up. So, number one need of a woman is love, to be taken care of. He said, Let the, love her and be the, like the way Christ loved the church and is the savior of the body. So, how you love a woman is by putting her first. You see, you, you consider her in everything. You, 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 you take care of her, you help her. Once you love a woman like that, she will naturally submit. Women don't have a problem with submission. They submit to their hairdresser. They submit to last man. They submit to police. They submit to church. They submit everywhere. Women have no problem with submission. The only thing they have problem with is whether you love them. If they realize that your decisions are based on the fact that you are thinking of their good, they will gladly submit. And that's what the real issue is. It's not the word submission. Everybody submits. Are you here, somebody? On the other hand, the man's number one need is respect. Men like to be respected. This is not a, I need them for him necessarily. But he needs to. Men do things for honor. So let me use the word honor instead of respect. It confuses women. Men do things for honor. So when you see most men doing things like create challenge. You know create challenge? That they were climbing or doing dangerous things is for bragging rights. Because the more dangerous you are as a man, the more the other men respect you. This guy is a bad guy. A bad dude. He don't kill himself. Oh, head don't break. Men do things for honor. The reason why a man wants money is not the reason why a woman wants money. A woman wants money for security and to take care of her family. A man wants money for respect. Because if he has respect, he has honor. That's why there are men. You, how, how many times have you seen a woman that has money and is not taking care of her family? But how many times have you seen a man that has money and doesn't send his family? Have you seen that a lot? Yes. He's not chasing money for family. He's not chasing money to take care of anybody. He's chasing money for honor. He wants to go everywhere and be respected. And he knows in this world, the only place he gets, the only thing he can get him that respect all the time is money. So the reason why a man wants money and this is why a woman wants money is different. A woman wants money for security than to also take care of people. So if you see the average woman is taking care of not just her own immediate family, she's taking care of what? Her extended family. She's taking care of her mother, taking care of her father, taking care of her cousin, taking care of her cousin's children, taking care of her own children. That's why a woman wants money. A man can have money and even his own wife and kids are suffering. This is both locally and abroad. Abroad, it has to, is in law. Child custody and child payment is police case. Because what, why would it become police case if men were paying? The reason why it's police case is because men, so these are white men, black men, any men. Because suppose it's cultural. Who's talking culture? We're talking scripture. Somebody getting this? Men do things for honor. So if they come home and they don't have honor, they will run to where they will get honor. Respect. Reverence. It's there in scripture. I'm not the one that wrote it. He said, husbands, love your wife. He said, wives, respect or reverence your husband. There are many scriptures that confirm this. First Peter 3 talks there that, hey, women, if your husband is troublesome, he said, respect him. The way Sarah respected Abraham. Say, whose daughters you are. He said, by your respect, you will open his heart faster. God was just giving you expo. God was not even giving you a command. It was more of an expo. Say, hey, my daughter, you are having issues with your husband? Respect him. Hey, my son, you are having issues with your wife? Give her love. And you need to find out what love is to her. For some women, love is giving me attention. For some women, love is giving me companionship, being with me. For some women, love is staying in one place. Stay in one place. Do you get this? A woman any day would rather you are faithful 
A woman they would rather you give her attention than that you, you are saying good morning, sir. A man doesn't need you all every day in his face. But the few times he's talking to you, he wants you to listen to him. Because men fight out there for everything they get. They don't want to come home and still fight for respect. They won't do it. Another story in scripture. Abigail and David. I have to close now. Abigail and David. David married different wives, but the first wife he had was called Michal. They gave him that wife when he won a battle. When they gave him that wife, that wife was like most feminist kind of women. She saw David dancing because of God. And she came and said, see the king disgracing himself. Dancing and his cloth is falling in front of the maidens, in front of the girls. The people are looking, I don't know you are king. She spoke rudely to him. You see, she could have even made her observation in a polite way. But if you see the way the Bible says, she was just insulting at you, king, disgracing yourself. And that's the mistake women make. Ah, no time. See, women, let me tell you the reason why you are so disrespectful to your husband. is because love and respect for you goes together. You usually will love who you respect and you will respect who you love. That's how it happens for women. If women can't respect you, they find it hard to love you. This is why most women love the top men wherever they are. There's always women that love the boss because they respect him so their love naturally wants to go there. So don't talk down at the man. So Michal just lambasted David. David met another woman called Abigail. Abigail met David. Abigail knelt down when he met David. Called him Lord about ten times in one conversation. When, he, when she finished with David, May David left. David told them, collect her number. <laughs> she was married. David was married, but that encounter changed his life forever. He had never met a woman so respectful. She knelt down to talk to him. He was, he was not a king then. He was an area boy. But he was soon to be king. Abigail prophesied to him about his future. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Ladies, stop seeing your husband for, for where he is. See him for who he can be. And you are the crown maker. You are the king maker. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because the Bible says, virtuous woman is a crown to her husband's head. You have been talking down at him. Start speaking up to him. Tell him you are more than this. You are greater than this. I see greatness in you. Even when he's not behaving respectfully, respect him. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? That's what Abigail did. Do you know? Ah, there are too many things. Do you know in Joel chapter 2 and in Acts chapter 2 where they talk about the Holy Ghost coming on people, they said for women, for men, they will see visions and dream dreams. Say for women, they will prophesy. They didn't say women will see dreams. I told that I told you in the first service. I said, woman, you come adaptable. The same woman that can marry a kidnapper and be the best kidnapper's wife. If, if you marry mommy, uh, daddy Gio, she'll become mommy Gio, the best one. She's born with adaptability. So God, didn't, God said when the Holy Ghost comes, he will give men dreams and visions. He will give women a bit to prophesy. That's what Abigail unleashed. He saw David and said, you'll be king one day. I don't want you to mess your hand by killing this man. She was able to appeal to David the right way. When David finished, David said, call her number and her Facebook account and Instagram account. <laughs> the moment she just posted obituary of her husband. <laughs> Immediately, David sent her a DM. <laughs> David slid into her DM and said, sorry for your loss. The Lord will use me to comfort you. I'm telling you. She showed respect. 
men like respect. This is why most affairs happen between where there's natural respect. Most affairs. Boss, subordinate. Because respect is flowing smoothly there. How, Oga, house help. Yes. There's respect. The house help is not arguing with the man. Say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The way baby makes a woman's juices flow. Sir. Yes, sir. Makes a man's juices flow. Somebody gets in this. So as a woman, you must master the art of respect. As a man, you must master the art of love. And I said, love is not just mushy feelings. Love is putting her first. Put, like today now, my wife has told me that, ah, there's one movie premiere that, will you come with me? If you know anything, I'm a football fan. This evening, Man City is flogging Liverpool this evening. Hold on. Man City is playing Liverpool this evening. I want to watch that match. See, Man City and Liverpool is rivalry match. It's like Barcelona and Real Madrid match. It's war. I have traveled many times to go and watch that match live in Anfield Stadium. To tell you how serious it is. It's a big fight. I've traveled to go. And, and unfortunately, I didn't, get, I didn't get ticket on the Man City side of the stand. I got ticket. The only ticket I could find was among Liverpool fans. So I couldn't wear my jersey. <laughs> and I had to just sit down among Liverpool. And those Liverpool fans are very annoying. They don't sit down. How do you come for match, pay for seats, and stand throughout? And you know if everybody around you is standing, it means you can't see except you stand. So we stand for 90 minutes. Sometimes it's raining. We start, those guys, Liverpool fans are very angry. So I couldn't even support my club because I'm surrounded by Liverpool. People. So even when we score, I have to ask that, hey, oh. <laughs> or else those guys can kill me. <laughs> I'm showing you, I just want to tell you that it's a serious match. Manchester Liverpool today. And whoever wins will be at the top of the league table. Men know what I'm talking about. Women. I know it's, you know, you know, just hold on, women. <laughs> whoever wins today's match will be at the top of the So my wife now tells me yesterday that, ah, there's one movie premiere. Will you go with me? <laughs> What's a woman's number one need? To be loved, to care. She wants you to give her attention. So I said, I'm going to come. I'm, I'll really be tired. I won't really want to come. But because you want me to come, I'm going to come. Now, around that time, I'll do pity face. If you said, no, you seem like you don't want to go. I say, ah, I want to go. <laughs> if she releases me, I'll watch my match happily. But if she really wants me to go still, I will forfeit the match. I've already emotionally disconnected with the match. So that I can go with her. Because she doesn't ask me to go to places with her often. So this time that she's asking me to go, I have to go. That is what care means to a woman. That's what love means to a woman. She wants to know that she's more special and more important than every other thing to you. It's so simple. The goalposts of men and women are different. This is why you can't place your work above your wife. She needs to know I'm more important. Once she knows, she can even release you to go and do anything you want to do. The way my wife is now, if she knows I really want to watch this match and I'm dressing up to follow her, she can even say, but you really want to watch this match. That's women for you. You don't even have to, you just have to show that you're willing. Women are givers. Once you give them more, they give you more. That's why if your wife is giving you a problem, you need to check the seed you're sowing. Women are lovers naturally. Are you here, somebody? So number one need of women is what? care or to be loved, the same thing. And number one need of men is what? Respect. To be respected. 
Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this morning? Come on, let's give the Lord a big hand. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Hallelujah. Um, let's stand as we pray. Show that you care by investing in the marriage. Were you blessed this morning? Come on, give the Lord a big hand. Give the Lord a big hand. We would understand each other better. We would live in a way that glorifies you. Thank you, Lord. Whether we are single or we are married, we will still represent your purpose here on the earth. Go ahead and talk to God this morning. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.